So what I'm going to speak on this morning is about hope and how CAP can bring hope to people whose um, hope has been extinguished. And I'd just like to introduce you to um, a, a CAP client um, called Stuart. And Stuart, he had an accident and he was left um, un immobile. He was unable to work and his debts mounted and he felt really hopeless. He ended up actually um, searching through supermarket bins for food and he was almost on the brink of suicide as well. So like Stuart, um, there are actually right now 14 million people in our nation living in poverty. So it's just an absolute huge amount of people. So poverty can arrive, you know, like an illness. It can seem like a battle that you can't win, that negative situations are just spiraling down and there seems like there's no change, no chance of change and nothing that will seem to be better. So we're going to find out today how CAP works with local churches all around the UK to bring hope to people who have been, their lives have been devastated by poverty. So what unique ingredient does CAP have that changes thousands of lives? So what do we carry here in this local church? What do we carry? What do we bring of Jesus? And we can bring his hope. So our core CAP's core message is always hope. There is always hope in every situation and we can be that carriers of hope because we've got Jesus living inside of us and he is our living hope. Amen. Um, so our clients, their hopelessness, it is real. They feel like they can't get out of the situations that they're in. They can't break free from their situations. But in Job 11:18, the Bible tells us that God's promise is that you will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take your rest in safety. Now, I believe, like I'm sure you all do, that the local church is the hope of the world. It's a place of safety that people can come to and feel safe. So, we're just going to take a look at what hope really means. So, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him, my saviour and my God. And actually the Greek word for hope is elpis, which means to anticipate with pleasure and to confidently expect. And the dictionary definition for hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Now these, these definitions, they might seem similar but actually, they are worlds apart because the Bible defines what the Bible defines as hope is different to what the world defines as hope. Because the world's hope is rooted in a desire, and the outcome of that hope is uncertain. But our hope is anchored in Jesus. 
And we can be confident in Jesus because he, you know, we have confident expectation that he is who he says he is and he will not let us down. And we can rely on him because he is for us and he is not against us and he has good plans for our lives. So that is who our hope is. And that's why it's different when we get involved in people's lives because we are bringing something of Jesus, we are bringing something of hope. And we can say to the storms that are in their lives that they don't need to be afraid. And we can bring that calm. So if the world is looking for hope, let hope be found within us. And now we're just going to watch... Stuart's client story, so just going to pop that little DVD on. Okay. You can see it happening, you can see the water rising, you can see the, the depth you're in. You know, trying to tread water, but there's nobody there. Nobody there. I tried refinancing, remortgaging. That, that's where the debt started. I had um, an accident and I slept two discs in my vertebrae. So then I wasn't able to work. I was uh, diagnosed with degenerative disc disorder, lumbar four and five, which means my two discs at the bottom just totally disintegrated. I used to have a bed downstairs because obviously I couldn't walk. I'd turn myself on my side, bring my knees to my chest, fall onto the floor, crawl into the downstairs toilet, get myself up that way. It took me about half an hour to go three or four meters. You go to bed at night crying, praying you don't wake up because you can't cope no more. You're not eating food, you're eating dog food. You know, you're scraping the bins at back of Tesco's to try and find something to eat because you've got nothing. I found it very easily to consider suicide, but it was a form of children. That was the only thing that brought me back from that despair. I can't leave my children without a dad. I was introduced to CAP. A gentleman called Terry turned up. And that was the very first sign of hope that I had. I gave him all my debt paperwork. We sat there for an hour and a half going through all the paperwork, what debts I've actually got. And he says, let's do it. Don't worry. We are here to help. You know, I thought, oh, wow, okay. Just that reassurance of somebody being there who's listening. So we, you know, we'll sit down together, go through what debts I actually have, the list all my debts, send it off to Bradford head office, contacting my debtors for me and making offer on my behalf. Now I know there's no other service out there that does that. Nobody comes out to you and helps you. So at that evening, Terry and Jonathan prayed. I was like, yeah, right, whatever. And I started getting tingling. And then one morning, I didn't think about it. Just got out of bed, walked to the toilet, and I just realised what I'd done. I physically, Got out of my bed, which I haven't done for 18 years without falling on the floor, and walked to the toilet. Three days after 
Jonathan laid his hands on me. So, who am I to say? All I know is I know that Jesus has done that. Freely and unheartily, I said to him, I want to be your disciple. And in the October last year, I was baptised. So I was declared debt free six months ago because of cap. Oh, the power of that to be out of debt, to be told you are debt free. It's such a gift. It really is a gift to owe nobody nothing. I mean, it's the first time in my life I've not owed anybody out. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I've never known it, which was fantastic. Wow, I will never lose the impact of seeing a life transformed when hope walks in. I just want to take this opportunity on behalf of everybody involved in Christians Against Poverty to say a huge thank you to you, our partner churches. Without your faithfulness, without your heart for your local community, or your love of the poor, your generosity, your desire to make sure that the poor are at the top of your agenda, no life will be changed through the work of CAT. If you're running a debt centre, I hope you're inspired to see those clients going debt free. If you're running a job club or a fresh start or one of our life skills courses, whatever you're doing, whether you're running the courses, whether you're just volunteering, whether you're a support worker, whether you're a giver, whatever you're doing, listen, I want to say thank you. Thank you on behalf of CAP, but more importantly, thank you on behalf of the lives that are transformed as hope walks in. We could not do this without you. Hey, we've a massive journey here in the UK. We want to open new services right across our country in other churches and we'd ask you that you would consider later on if you would support the wider vision of Christians Against Poverty to reach as many as we can as fast as we can by becoming a regular giver and joining tens of thousands of others that have made Christians Against Poverty possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Grimsby Centre this year, we've had um, eight people that have become debt free. Yeah. So. And we've got uh, one more that I'm expecting sort of in the next couple of weeks to be debt free. So that's great. So just going to talk about some messages of hope that we can bring. So the first one is you're not alone. So, and your hope, and our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. So people, when they're in their darkest moments, they can feel that they're alone, that they're isolated. There's so many people that we go to that actually they don't go out of their homes. They are so isolated. They have, you know, they lack um, people around them. So actually, that when we come, you know, I go into people's homes with a volunteer, it actually, it can make a huge impact on people's lives. Just that love, that care, that, you know, they, they're able to open up and share their, their stories of what has happened to them. And we can bring that hope. We can let them know that we are on their side, that we can help them. It makes a really big difference. So 
So, and also we can lift that shame and that guilt that people can feel when they're in that situation. They can feel, you know, they're, they're, the, they're alone, but they're not. Um, there's so many people across the UK that, that are in their situation. So we can come and we can bring that hope that makes a real difference. And our service works so the poor have hope and injustice shuts its mouth. So for so many of our clients, their lives can speak um, and scream at them, you know, failure, that they've failed in some way. But I know that um, listening to their stories, that often that there's just been so much tragedy, there's been so much, so many things that have come against them and, you know, things have just spiraled down, out of control, and they've found themselves, you know, in this deep, um, dark place. And sometimes they think that, you know, this will never work. I've tried things before, but it's never worked. So we can tell them that, you know, this can work. You know, CAP, CAP works. So we've, we've helped 23,000 people through CAP this year. We've seen 2,500 families become debt-free. We've seen 805 people found work and 600 people help, that's through Fresh Start and Life Skills. So it's a tremendous amount of work that CAP does, you know, across, across the UK to lift people out of poverty. And actually there's been a, um, the London School of Economics have done a case study on CAP and they have found actually that every, for every pound that it costs for CAP's work, actually the benefits to society is actually nearly four times as much. And they praise, you know, CAP's work, saying how we are holistic. You know, we help the whole people. Like you saw in Stuart's story, you know, he found healing. Um, you know, he found a relationship with, with Jesus and he, you know, he was lifted out of that um, despair so we can say, you know, we believe in you, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you hope and a future. We can tell people that things don't have to stay the same, that things can change. And sometimes that is hard for people to believe that things can change, but I know they can. And I know that God can transform situations, because I know it in my own life. And, you know, I hope to bring that to people that I know that, that things can be transformed and that lives can be different. Okay. So imagine that. So when the, they feel that they're worthless and we come in and that we can tell them that things can change, things can be different, you can see the impact on people is absolutely incredible. We can tell, you know, broken people that they have value. They have God-given value. You know, everybody's valuable. But to some people, they've maybe not even known that or heard that. And finally, we can give them the hope of salvation. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my saviour, and my hope is in you all day long. So no life is beyond Jesus' redeeming power. So we can show them that God cares for them, you know, through our, through our actions, 
by being helpful, by being willing to go the extra mile. I think me and Eric was out the other other day um, putting some electricity on somebody's meter because they they had nearly run out. So uh, we go the extra mile, and you know we're happy to do that because it does make such a big difference in people's lives. And we have seen um, more than a thousand people make commitments to Jesus every year. And I just want to finish. Just I've just got a few of my own own thoughts. I uh, just wanted to bring a scripture, and it says, "To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair." So He can turn things around. He can bring beauty out of ashes. So when things seem so bad and so desperate, he can restore, he can redeem all things. And he has a plan to make good things out of bad situations. Never give hope because he always has a plan. I'm just reminded of Ruth in the Bible. She had lost her husband and she, she decided that, you know, she felt that she'd lost everything. But she went with Naomi to a new country. She left her fam- family, her home and her country. But her life was changed forever. And Jesus um, and God was able to, you know, transform that situation. She met Boaz. And she's now in the lineage of, of Jesus. You know, her life changed forever. So... Jesus you know, can take those lives that seem insignificant, that maybe the world looks down on, but he sees something different. And I just want to talk about, it's like the butterfly. I've just got a little quote. There is nothing in a caterpillar that tells you it is going to be a butterfly. And when the caterpillar, what the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls a butterfly. So when the caterpillar goes into the chrysalis, it's not actually a resting phase. This is where you know, the caterpillar is being transformed into a butterfly. And that's how you know, I see some of my clients, that they've got a lot of potential. And when I go into their homes, I don't always see, you know, what's going on right, right there. I see the potential that they, they could have. I don't know if you've seen the film, The Greatest Showman, but I absolutely love that film. And it tells the story of um, P.T. Burnham. He's building a show, but he's using the people that the world, you know, looked down on, that the world has discarded and everything seems to be a success, but then tragedy strikes. The building, um, there's a big fight, and the building is burnt down, and it looks like this is over now. This dream that he's had of building this show, it's, it's over. But then it's not actually over. The people that he's helped actually they love to be part of, they feel part of a family, they feel loved and accepted and they want to carry on and out of those ashes comes actually came the first 
circus and what we know today as the circus. And I've talked about hope, but I just want to say as well, in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, it says, These three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And I want everything that we do at Cap Grimsby to be underpinned by the love of God and the love that he has for us and that we can show the community. I just want to read out some, some lyrics from a Jesus culture song. It says, like a tidal wave crashing over me, rushing in to meet me here, your love is fierce. Like a hurricane that I can't escape, tearing through the atmosphere, your love is fierce. You chase me down, you seek me out. How could I be lost when you've called me found? So his love, it's fierce for this community. It's fierce for Grimsby. It's fierce for us and the church. And we can take that love out into Grimsby and the wider community. So I'm just going to ask um, just the band to, to come up just while I just say the last, last few words. So hope walks into thousands of lives every year because of CAP. We have um, 29,000 Christians that have um, signed up to be what we call life changers. So given a regular amount, you know, even if um, a small amount. So just, you know, I want to ask you whether you would consider becoming a life changer. You know, even if it's just, you know, £5 a month, that would make a huge difference to people. So uh, we also have envelopes as well on your chairs. So if you consider um, giving a, um, to CAP, um, that will go to CAP Grimsby. Okay, so on your forms, if you don't have all the information to hand, you know, don't worry, you just need to tick, tick the box to say that you'd like to give a monthly donation and then somebody can contact you and um, sort, out, sort it out, out at a later date. But also, when you fill out the form, there is another box you'll need to tick to say that we can communicate with you. Um, so if you can do that, that would be, that would be great. So thank you so much for um, listening to me today. So it really is my pleasure to talk about CAP because it's something that I'm really passionate about. So, so yeah, I just want to say, you know, thank you and thank you for the support that you, you give me in my role and the volunteers. So, yeah, just thank you. Thank you.